Loki Season 2 is unsurprisingly the sequel to Loki Season 1. <gasps> but is this a fun adventure with the TVA? Or is this a case of TMI? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. We review podcast and today the TV show review podcast streaming, I guess. Uh, and it's Loki season two this time. Mm. Doesn't have a fun title. It's just season two. This is the first season two of the Disney Plus show. Sure is. It? Everything else has been a one and done. Right. Okay. Not I mean, outside of like the Star Wars stuff, we're talking just Marvel then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not to start us off by immediately talking about something else, but the Echo trailer came out. It sure did. I felt slightly better about it, even though I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's still about Echo. I, I know it's going to suck. As but... much as you want this to be Daredevil 3.5, yep. it's nominally not about that. Although, he does turn up for about 0.0001 seconds of that trailer. So I really hope. Best case scenario, that is a Boba Fett. That is a, yeah. we've given up on Echo, here's an episode of Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool? All, Daredevil, sorry. They've already got... Um, Big Willie in it for most of it. So <laughs> Big Willie, is that what we're calling yeah, him now? Yeah, why not? Um, so, great. And I was like, anything with Vincent Nocco in this white was, suit is good. I was going to so. say, what universe is Vincent? Is Willie short for Vincent? <laughs> You're just commenting on the size of his um, inevitable large penis. That I, <laughs> that's fair. It'd be weird if it was small, though, right? It'd be out of proportion. <laughs> All I can think of now is just that bit from the animated series where he's like, only 2% of my body is fat. I'm 98% muscle. I got a fucking muscle for you, lad. Oh, uh, said girl. Love you. <laughs> anyway, Loki. Love you, uh, Vincent. He's so good, bless him. Anyway, so Loki season two. Loki season two. I, I, I. You were definitely more into Loki season one than I was. Super was. Like, I, I liked it. It was good, but it, I, I, I. Not to show my cavemanness, but mm. I think that year I was like, oh, I preferred Hawkeye. I mean, it's still good. Hawkeye's still good. Yeah. Like, fe- but it's a very straightforward, fun buddy cop Christmassy thing with arrows, as opposed to a metatextual time traveling thing. And he also had a fantastic tagline, which is the, probably the best thing about that show. What Hawkeye? Every present comes with a bow. Oh, I didn't even know that was its thing. That was its tagline. Oh, that's clever. It's okay, very fair good. Enough. Speaking of clever, you have to be clever to understand what the fuck is happening. <laughs> <in> Loki. <laughs> you didn't watch season one. You've got no chance. Literally no hope whatsoever. No, I hopes. did watch it. And I barely understand what's going on with this thing. Uh, I should say right off the bat, yes. if, if you're one of these casual people that doesn't really take air opinions but waits for any mention of what their wives did, mm. uh, yeah, Rachel immediately, uh, we didn't immediately abandon ship, but three episodes in, looked at me and went, I don't know <laughs> what is happening. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> and she did not return for the rest of the season. Excellent. Uh, did 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 you even bother? Caroline was in the room for the f- last two episodes oh. and did not look up from her phone. Fair enough. Not even once. It is a uh, as someone who has often championed more dense sci-fi stuff. I think it's actually a bit too dense this season. It's a fruitcake of a thing. It really does feel like there's missing episodes. Um, I genuinely I... thought I'd missed one when I started episode two. 
because the yeah, premise no. at the start of season two really does feel like there's there's several scenes, if not a whole episode. I'll season. give you that. One to two is a hell of a jump. There's a jump. But like I feel like there is at least enough of a through line between two to six Yes, for me. Because balls on the table, I still like it. Yes. I, I, I can see that it's very much a lesser product of the first one because it is so dense. It is so high concept. It's so convoluted. It's like, very convoluted. They throw a lot of pseudoscience that it, it comes in two camps. There's stuff that I feel like it wants me to understand that it thinks I can understand, but I don't. Mm. And then stuff that is clearly just science waffle to science who wants pseudo weirdo bullshit. Yes. To just explain away plot points. Like, oh, we need to do the... And I'm like, all right, Kihi Kwan, whatever you say, <laughs> fine. But I, I, I didn't fall off. I obviously kept with it all the way. But even I was like, I, I do not disagree with the sentiment or what my wife of like. I don't totally. think I understand what's going on. It, it took a long time to get to a point where it felt like it, it got a grasp of the thing it was trying to do. Yes. And I think the best analogy I, I have is the first series felt like the first half of a Doctor Who episode. Where it intro- I know, where it introduced you to a fun new location. Yes. Did some running around, presented yes. some problems that needed solving. Yes. And this is the back end of a Doctor Who episode mm. where they've actually got to write their way out of the scenario they've written themselves into. Yes. It's not a bad show. It's a very well-made show. There's some good act performances in it. And it, the, the dialogue's trying it is yeah. trying to explain what is a very large concept for the MCU, whose yes. pre whose outing on the same day of its conclusion was a very simplistic movie. Yes. So oh God, they couldn't be more dissimilar. It's chalk they? and fucking cheese, those two, isn't it? Good God. Like um, the single most complicated thing they've ever done. Yeah. And then the most straightforward movie they've ever yeah. made. Yeah. 90 minutes of just shut the fuck up and watch these women do things. Yes. Compared to I hope you're ready to learn about string theory. Oh, good God almighty. So yeah. More power to Tom Hiddleston for at least making it kind of work. Because I think the first one works. Because they're largely dealing with the same thing of, like, multiverse, time travel, strange new worlds, and jumping around in time stuff. Mm. But the first one worked because it's cool. It is about the characters and the plot and the feelings. Yes. And it's a more... It's a simpler story that is able to drag you through whilst all this other mad stuff is happening. I don't feel there's a strong emotional through line through this which i think is why i'm a bit untethered i get i that. think without that as strong as it was there in the first one and so many conflicting feelings emotions objectives goals etc i i think then the the complexity gets brought to the forefront and call me a caveman as much as you like i'd be inclined to fucking agree <laughs> i just doesn't work for me as much. Like I'm, I spent a lot of time having to wait for the new Rockstars thing to come up just so I could understand what I just watched. Wow, that's not, that's not great. Fair enough. I don't think I was that far lost. You I feel like there was... did have the the advantage of watching five of them in a row. <laughs> yes, I didn't have to watch it week to week. So, so that helps. I'm gonna tell you now that helps. I'm not about to attempt. I'm not about to attempt to rewatch and no, 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 for no, all no. of it. But I think if I ever do rewatch it, I will try and do it on the same goddamn day. If 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 anybody's listened, waited for this episode before they're going to watch it, they can just go ahead and binge all six episodes now. Mm-hmm. That is my recommended viewing because it is easier to follow. Yes, but week to week, this is not as 
I don't want to use the word episodic as a, like a good or a bad thing because it's it's not. It is a style. And season one of Loki had one, precisely one overarching plot. Yes. Over six very different episodes. Yes. This is, I would say, three largely similar episodes with a couple of interesting peppered like time things to do. Yes. Across those, but with way too many threads. It, it, Which is it, ironic, given the, the... It is ironic, yes. In fact, thematic is the right word, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, it's it's a lesser product, but it's not a bad product. And no, I, I'm not coming away from this saying this is bad. But hmm. there's only one or two of the Disney Plus shows that I would point at and go, you well, need that's to watch that. definitively worse. Oh, I'd right. I'd say Falcon okay. Winter Soldier, worse. Worse. But uh, all the other ones, I'm like, what, She-Hulk? She-Hulk. Worse. Yeah, probably worse. But I would easily go Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, One Division, Hawkeye. I'm forgetting any. Uh, that's it. I'd say they're all they're all better than this. Better than this. What? A, so, do you include the first season of Loki in that list that you just? No, I'd say I'd say this is a lesser product than the second one, just because again I had such a hard time. And again, I've, I've gone on record many, many times ad nauseum about my dislike of time travel stories in the, in the main. Oh, if you don't like time travel. Oh, boy. But I don't think they use it as effectively here. No. Like, because it's not... There's only really two points in time that they go back to and explore, like, what, well, this is the 60s, this is this. It's more they have to go to that time because one specific character's there to have a dialogue scene and then leave. Yes. And that happens a lot as opposed to spending a whole episode in a time period with yeah. these characters which is what the better episodes of season one did yes so like the lamentous episode where they do that bit the they're trying to get to the rocket that's taken off yes on that kind of like orange sorry like purpley planet yes. thing. that was very much like tied to that location but then yes. they wove the story into it this does a lot of hopping around not necessarily taking advantage of the places it's hopping to or the mechanics that it's set up yeah there's only one episode that i think is entirely set in a time period, which I think is the third episode when they go yes. to Chicago. Yes. Like in the, whatever it was. the 1860. 1800s, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Everything else, you get a bit of a, a glimpse of like 1960s golden era of Hollywood. A McDonald's in Oklahoma in 1970 for some goddamn reason. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit spackled in of like the 2010s where we, that's towards the later end of the season. Yeah. So I just don't feel it's using its mechanics as much. And instead, that means you have to spend more time in the TVA, which just isn't as narratively interesting. A bureaucracy about time. Annoyingly, to play directly before the Marvels was an advert for the Samsung Galaxy 23 series. Which had a better... Which had a lot more locations in it. Had a better design for the hall yeah. of like the desks than the actual fucking TV show. Did, yeah, and that was advertising the Loki series. Yes. And they went to three or four different time locations that aren't in the Loki series. Yep. Bit of a weird choice, lads. You had to you had to find those locations. It you is. had to scout that out. Now, well, let's talk about Cass. There's one we're going to have to talk about eventually. Yes. We'll get to him. But Tom Hiddleston, I think, does a perfectly fine job. People trying to say he's the best character in Marvel are wrong. I think I mean, he's yeah. good. I, I really liked... I, I think I like Tom Hiddleston as a person and an actor. Yes. And I also like Loki. I don't think... I, I It's not that I've divorced the two. Right. It's that I go, Loki's very good. Mm. I also like the variant Loki that Tom is playing in yes. these two series. I like that character. Like you say, is he, is he top 10? Probably top 10. Is he top 5? No. Mm-hmm. They, they brought in Charlie Cox and Vincent Nofrey. I'll actually go yeah. down goddamn that, That's two places already. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
but I, I think it's a solid outing for him. I think he, he when the emotional beats have to land, like the crucial, if this misses, the whole series falls apart, mm. they land. Yes. More of an inconsistent than that, but the big ones, I will say, do work. His later episodes are very good yes. in this series. Problem is they are very much tied to... The bullshit. The bullshit, <laughs> yeah. which is hard to do. Because... Uh, I might save that for for spoilers, actually. I will save that for spoilers. Um, Also returning from season one, we have Owen Wilson. Yes. Still not entirely sure why he's here. No. I felt like he was above being... Well, I mean, he's kind of a co-lead. He's in the vast majority. He's almost always next to Loki. Oh, yeah. So, fair enough. And he's probably getting paid enough. But, I know, he just felt a bit beneath Owen Wilson. But we but could say, like that's a, that's a complaint you could levy against the first series, though. True. I feel like there's a, there's a category of actors, like I'd put Matt Damon in there as well. Which like, well, we don't want to be tied to a Marvel property, but it still looks like fun. So we don't want to come in and be like a Captain America type, but we will come in and dip in and out. So yeah. and again, I'm assuming he got paid. He's good in this again. He's providing the the light relief which is needed. He has help in this season. Yes. He's not the only light hearted one because the first one was relatively heavy handed, uh, except for Owen Wilson. Mm. You've got Kiki Kwan here, yes. who is having a wonderful time as Ouroboros. Yes, who I mean, mild spoiler alert. He's kind of said of us the whole way through. All, at least all the internet people are like, "This is going to be a very important character." And we think it's this and this. this. Now it just turns out he's just a nice man who lives in the basement. He's just a nice guy who just wants to read a book. He just wants to read a book and paint his models. Bless him. Yep. So, top lad. Liked him a lot. Yeah. Um, Again, I think, here. I think that's more tied up in, I just love Kiki Kwan as yes, a person. Yes, I'm still annoyed that he couldn't have had his resurgence just a few months earlier, so he could have cameoed in uh, Indy 5. Would have been a beautiful... Well, would it have been a beautiful thing? I still haven't seen Indy 5, so in, I don't I know. liked Indy 5. Indy 5 was fine. Okay. But it... it we'll it talk about it at the end of the year. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll save it for the pod. Um... Who's the other person that's back? I've forgotten the name. Um, that's not Sophia. great. Sophia Di Martino yes. as Sylvie. I don't think it's as good as season one, just because she's no. largely divorced from everything by yeah, choice. Yeah. She is in Oklahoma, and that is her plot. <laughs> and it's a, it's a shame because I I like Sophia Di Martino, hmm. and I think you rob two things of her from this. One, you rob her impetus, impetus, yes. her, her antagonism with the Loki team, yes. It just isn't there. And the other one, I think you've also lost a lot of her visual identifiers. And yes. and I don't say that as I just don't think the costumes are as good. I think she's not as rough and ready as she was in the first series. No. I think the physicality of the performance has drastically changed. Whereas if this is meant to be a Sylvie fresh off of killing Kang, well, killing He Who Remains in the first season what are the effects of that? Because it kind of seems like she's just chill and just wants to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. I don't find that as interesting as somebody who is, who should be facing the idea of, well, I completed my goal. Oh no, time is falling apart. Yes. And that is very much shifted to uh, Loki's shoulders. Yes. Like it's his problem. Like Mm. you didn't really cause this. And yeah. And because we have to keep having to go back to the McDonald's in Oklahoma. They 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 took that McDonald's money, and they oh, ran with it. Oh yeah, and and it just robs it of just that urgency. Because you kind of liken it. The only other time this has happened where we've seen someone achieve their goal and then just be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm satisfied now." You stand off seeing it at the start of Endgame. True. And maybe it was for the best that they essentially lopped his head off in the first five minutes. Because well, what else does he do? Turns out there's not a lot of narrative uh, um, stuff to to mine there. Because, yeah, she's largely, until she basically gets forced into action in the later episodes, mm. she just kind of 
I don't give a fuck. Go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. And that's not as interesting a character as what we had the first time round. So <coughs> I think she's served much better though than Reno, um, Ravona Renslayer is. Why is she back in this series? Again, everyone was like, is she a female variant of Kang? Is she this? Is she that? Is she important? No. No, she's no. not. Sorry, Gugu and Bafaro, you do not get a better season two arc no. than you got the first I time. Really, I really wish they'd written something better for her because she's a very capable actress. Yes. But they they just went and and she didn't die in the first one. Yes. So we have to do something with her. She is a means for moving Miss Minutes around. <laughs> yes. She's Miss Miss Minutes bag. Basically. That's yeah. what she is. <laughs> That's her role. It's not get back in the bag, Nebby. It's get back in the bag, Rensley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here now. And it, the antagonist at Miss Minutes. I was like, I don't I don't care. I didn't find it all that. I didn't mind it, right? But, okay. but 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 I think it was it was more it was another thread, yes, in an already overstuffed plot for six episodes that didn't go anywhere, anywhere. In particular anywhere. Notes. And that's but, the thing; it was such a complicated thing that when you do try and add these character beats in, there's just not enough time or room for them. No, sorry. And they try to stuff more in. Like they they had um, they turned one of the the hunters who you, I was like, oh, I don't really have to pay attention to him, which was. He becomes Brad Wolf when he goes to the real time. Like, Hunter the... X Five, Raphael Casal, hmm. and they they start off as well. He's not that important. Then he becomes a big deal in episode two with no explanation, and then just peters out. Yep, into obscurity. By I don't think he's even in the last episode. No, he's not. There you go. Again, because it it kind of felt like the show suddenly decided what it wanted the crux to be. Yes, but it did that after four episodes, and by that point. You've got to wrap it up, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It set up a full picnic table and then you just went, actually, I just want the chicken dippers, actually. I'm going to eat those. Um, <laughs> so that's... Is that, is, is that what you do at a buffet? Because that's what I do at a buffet. That's what I do at a buffet. It's my because it's all fucking cheese and quiches. Like, yeah. I have to stick to the chicken nuggets. Yeah, and they're always cold. Like, no fucker can yeah, use, them, use a fucking that. fryer. But that's the thing. I feel like either you're going to have to have all these character threads and pay them all off mm. or just do what you did. I mean, there was a lot going on in the first season. But there was one definitive main story that was like, as long as you pay attention to this, mm. you'll be fine. It just feels like they set up too many things and then yeah. abandon them. But I don't know if the Jonathan Major, what impact the Jonathan Majors thing had on this. Yeah. And whether that meant reshoots and rewritings had to happen for them to be able to pivot around this big old problem they've got so do you think that there was kang in this as opposed to victor timeline i think that maybe there's an ending that has all of these different plot threads all tie up properly but leaves us with a status quo where we can't not move forward without jonathan majors right and they've had to rework it so that they've now left an option where you can yes no it's kind of hard to talk about because i mean he's about to have his trial in like two weeks yeah and so divorcing the two is difficult. It is hard. It is really hard. Because he is a prominent character throughout this. Yes. In two roles. Mm. He's back as he has remained, but he's larger here as Victor Timely. Yes. Do we just do it as quickly as possible and <laughs> just say he was good? Despite I, his I, flaws, he was good. I, I didn't vibe with the Victor Timely pattern Did of speech. Not? I didn't really vibe with it. I like. I didn't mind the character of Victor Timely. Oh, just but the... But the... the, the, the like like Shatner farting into a fucking trumpet. Yeah, yeah, fair. It was just a bit much for me. The idea that not all Kangs are inherently bad. 
That was interesting. That is interesting. But yeah, there's no game end. Like he, he well, the the thing was the scuttlebutt was well the end of this season. I've seen the last episode. They're completely fucked in the Jonathan Majors things. Mm. What the fuck were they talking about? Mm. The the bit that's getting me, and I, I, I kind of had the realization when I was driving here. Actually, I was like, I was like, what do we do? What do we do? How do we get ended? Do we introduce Doom early? Like, what do we do? I was like, lads, not to be funny, you pick the one character that is the easiest to recast in the fucking world. Yep, his deal is that there's infinite numbers of him. Yep. Pick someone else <laughs> and say, oh, yeah, we got rid of all the Kangs that look that way. All the Kangs now look like me. You know, at the end of uh, Quantumania, yes. where they have an entire stadium filled with Jonathan Majors's. Yes. Here's how you fix that. Mm. Find a new Kang. Yes. Oh, no, not the one that got killed by Ant-Man. Yes. That wasn't the actual Kang the Conqueror. Yes. Here's the actual Kang the Conqueror, Don Cheadle version 2.0. Yes. And then he kills all of those guys. It's one done. It's so now, easy. I think they've set up a way for not even need to do that by the end of this movie. Mm. But we'll get to that movie, this TV show. But we'll get to that in a second. But I think the reason why that isn't the plan that they've just done two straight away is, is the character now tainted by association. Oh, I would hate for that to be the case. I know, but if they they could recast it, but then Kang is still a main part of that. And unless they can seed him into enough things before his movie in number five, yeah. Jonathan Majors is still going to be remembered as Kang. Well, if they hadn't, not the new guy. if they hadn't spunked Rama Tut and Silver Centurion and Immortus, yes. on that fucking post-credit scene, yes, you could have pivoted to that dead mm. easy. It's it's a fair question though. Are we at a point where the reason and the reason that the, the what they're talking about? Mm. Don't know how true it is, but it's. We're moving away from Kang. We're moving towards Doom. Let's bring back the original Avengers, even though that one was debunked. Yes. Um, and they have seemingly shifted the schedule around a little bit mm. to bring Fantastic Four forward and push the Avengers back. They have. To give themselves time for that option. Yes. Now, admittedly, we're both very excited for Doom. Yes. But my worry is don't rush him. He's been rushed twice and it didn't go well. This is your last stab at doing Doom properly. Yeah. But if you could get him in place for Secret Wars... I would like to see God Emperor Doom. That'd be quite nice. I would like to see it, but in, in many of the same ways that, you, you know, when we were like op, wide-eyed optimistic, maybe a Venom movie won't be so bad. Oh, remember those days? Yeah, maybe Carnage will actually make this better. Yeesh. No, just having somebody show up isn't good enough. Well, I thought you were going to say, back in the doughy-eyed days of like phase two when they couldn't do any wrong, I was like, you know what, lads? I think you can pull it off. It's tight, but I think you can do Doom justice. Mm. Because, like, Thanos only has two scenes, well, three scenes, before Infinity War. Yes. And in no way, shape, or form feels wasted, and he's one of the most iconic villains of all time. Guardians, the, Avengers the, Well, 2. the post-Avengers credits, the... Post-Avengers 2 credits. Post-Avengers 2 credits, and the Guardians one. Seeing the Guardians. Mm. Some total of screen time, at best, three minutes. And then he's introduced in Infinity War, and he's the fucking and he's, best. He's the best villain in the whole yes. franchise. You had to sacrifice an entire Avengers movie to make him the protagonist to do that. But it was fine. But it was fine. Time is short. You could do it. It depends who you cast. You're gonna you're gonna have to absolutely fucking nail it. Yeah. Which but, unfortunately, with Kang, you prior did. to all this, you did. You did. But this isn't Phase Two Marvel. This no, is this is Phase, phase five, five Marvel. Marvel. And I don't have the faith in them to 
do it properly in the time frame given. Yeah. The so director of Fantastic Four is currently taking inspiration from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If they actually do cast the gang. I oh. would love that. <laughs> if they actually did it. The thing is, like, the guy who plays Dennis is actually a really good actor. He's, he's being discussed as... I don't see be, him as Reed Richards. I see him as Reed. I, I, think I don't know what Reed. the disconnect is, because I like, I, I like um, Trey Howerton, but... Mm. I've never got Reed Richard vibes from him. Watch Black I heard Bury. the Blackberry's like it's basically his audition for right. Reed Richards. Okay. But yeah, I mean they're they're all there. It's a gang of four people. Mm. Is <laughs> that, that would... Danny DeVito as Herbie? Or the postman that Stan Lee was in the uh, I'm just, Yeah, I'm just trying to do the 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 always sunny cast as Fantastic Four now. So Glenn Howard and Reed. Yes. Um, I think Charlie's Charlie's Johnny. Johnny. Uh, Rob McElhenney's The Thing. Yep. And, and Kate Olsen's Miss Woman. Yeah, there you go. It fits rather nicely. It, it actually does. It's oh, gimmicky no. as fuck. Oh, then Dane DeVito's Doctor Doom. Easy. <laughs> Packed it, booked it, fucked off. He came in a Latveria, so I started blasting. <laughs> I'd watch it. You'd watch, watch it. You'd watch the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, God. Like, okay, we, we've abandoned quality. We're just going for funny now. Fuck it. <laughs> You are not going to crash together two universes. <laughs> the gang crashes together. <laughs> Would it be funnier for Danny DeVito to be Doom or for Danny DeVito to be Galactus? Both? <laughs> Danny DeVito in a massive purple hat would be a hell well, of a That would be a hell of a thing. Because it's the, it'd be giant Peter Dinklage thing again. That yes, would be would. That would be great. That would be excellent. <laughs> Oh, there's so many options. Anyway, yep. um, I thought we talked about Loki. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Jonathan Majoring is complicated. I get it. But, well, you've had her two cents. I, I think he was fine in this. He was fine in this. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. funny watching him get spaghettified. That must be very cathartic for many people. Yeah. Just him gets like, well, that's a bit of a spoiler, I guess. But oh, well. Spaghettified <laughs> a lot. Yes. Um, dope. Okay. Anything else you want to mention before we kind of dive into spoil? Because I feel like we, to pick it apart, mm. we're going to have to spoil some stuff. We definitely are. There is they've in, they've introduced a, another character. She's called like Knox or something like that. It's another high-ranking TVA agent played by oh the Scottish lady from Game of Thrones. That's the one, Kate Kinney. Or something that like that. sounds about right. She so, she was um um something Aaron in a Game of Thrones and she yeah. she liked to chuck people through a door. She's in this as a successor to Renslayer or He Who Remains. Mm. It's another plot thread they set up for one decent enough action scene and then never bring up again. And a the... very brutal death scene, which is quite oh, nice. Boy. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. fine. Like, it's okay. Do, I just think, like, it's such a... There's so many layers to this sandwich. And there is, just... and I, and that what makes it a difficult recommendation. I feel like if you vibe with the first one, mm. and you can concentrate, do not be on your phone, do not be doing something else, do not have it on the background, because you will not know what the fuck no. is going on. Pay attention, and you should be fine. If you were on the fence about the first one, and it, even worse, if you didn't watch the first one, don't even try. Yeah, what well, it doesn't make sense to me. It will not make sense to you. Mm. So yeah. yeah, this is a Scooby Doo sandwich of a thing. It's tall, it's impressive, it's yes. large. Quite a bit of it is bread, yes. and it really shouldn't be condensed into one package. It should be enjoyed no. several different things. Mm. That is the most contrived I <laughs> analogy that I put. But yeah, it's a hell of a thing. Um, 
it's it's i mean if you enjoyed season one you'll enjoy this if you didn't vibe with season one do not do this to uh, yourself because uh. it is it is far too complex and big but i think it is it is genuinely more satisfying than most of the marvel things this year yes so it's it's hard to not recommend it but I, i'm still I, i'm tentative on whether it's right for you for yes. me perfectly fine spoiler alert so let's pick this apart the the basic crux of the matter is the multiverse exploded at the start of well, the end of season one. Yes. After uh, Sylvie killed Hero Man. All the branches. All the branches are going mental. Well, I don't really know what to do. And now Loki is time skipping. Mm-hmm. They don't really explain how he starts it. No. But they go to great lengths to explain how to end it. Yes. And then they just decide when it is convenient to the plot to start it again. Yes. Yes. That's, I think, the main thing that annoyed me is mm. that they're not even sticking to their own fucking rules. No. That when he needs to time skip again, he can do it to avert disaster in the fifth episode. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a device for him to be able to time travel and loop and loop and loop and loop to get yeah. everything right. It's fun in those back two episodes, especially in the sixth episode. It's quite a lot of fun. But like you say, it disappears for the middle chunk of this story. Yes. And I don't know why, because I think you could have had a bit more jeopardy mm. and less scenes of just people going to a new place, having a conversation and leaving. Yes. It could have been very much... You could have made Loki, like, the focal point, he never leaves the screen character. Mm. And go, uh, and then, like, oh, fuck, okay, I need to talk to this person, but it's this time for them, and yes. da, 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 I need to put it all together. You're Almost pitching con- Quantum Leap here. <laughs> I'm, I'm pitching Quantum Leap by way of, I, I guess, Memento. I right. don't, I yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing here, but there was... There was a more creative way of doing this. Yes. And there was certainly a way that doesn't feel as contrived. Mm. I think that might come down to the change in guard in the creative team, because this is yes. not directed by Kate Heron. No. Who very much kept the fucking reins on the first series. It would appear so. It would appear so. So I think if in a season two directed by Kate Heron, it could have been different. Yes. What we've got isn't bad, but it's it's not... <laughs> It's just not legible in some areas. It's just like, like oh. hang on, why aren't we discussing this? And then just like five episodes go past and, oh, okay, went nowhere. Yeah, yeah. There's so many drop plot points. I think you could actually like fill a piece of paper, the amount of stuff that just gets brought up once and then no, it doesn't really matter. Like you say, it's that first episode's the worst offender because it's not a bad first episode. It's just that's not the rest of the series. No. Like the the mystery of fucking... Why is he time skipping? Why am I time skipping? Who pruned me again can i be pruned again like you're not gonna hear half of this shit no um so the main doohickey we're dealing with is this time loom Mm. which is a thing that's has always been there apparently and was kang's failsafe of like right now time is itself naturally chaos i've brought order to it Mm. and if it gets a bit overwhelmed it blows up so that at least there's only one sacred timeline fair play um and that's the thing they're trying to fix the entire episode, the entire season. And it's anticlimactic because there is no fixing it. Mm. And you don't get to that revelation until the last episode. Yes. And I feel like, I, I don't know, there's something not narratively satisfying about that. Okay. Of, well, where was this doohickey in the first season? I guess. Well, it, it's, it's, it was never in place. You've put it in there as a plot convenience now and you basically set up a bomb. You've got a more immediate threat to deal with since you don't really have he remains to deal with anymore, mm. and the TV itself is not an antagonistic force. Well, it is for a little bit until it isn't, um, because again, Ravona Renslayer is feckless for most of his. 
good God. And then, so we, we, it it seemed apparent that at some point, especially with the, we can jump back and forth in the TVA, mm. we're going to end up back in the room with Sylvie and He Who Remains. Yes. Which I think is probably the most satisfying scene of the whole thing for me yeah it's very good when we return to that moment because that mm. because that's i think that's what was one of loki's biggest strengths in the first season was the ending being genuinely fucking cataclysmic yes it was being oh my christ what have i unleashed mm-hmm. to then like you say downgrade it to we've got to put the fuse out on this bomb before it yes. goes off it's not as satisfying mm. and i think there was more narrative uh kind of like that narrative depth to mine yes in the multiverse has been unleashed but marvel don't have a track record of doing that very well outside of uh no way home no so am am i pleased i didn't see any of these branch universes that weren't just a mcdonald's no but at the same time what were you gonna do i know this this series is so it's got its head so far into the orifice of of techno babble. Yes. It doesn't have time to do anything fun. No. And I think it's that's a bit what of a this joyless season. That's what this lacks. Yeah. Because the first season had a bit more rip like in all the same ways that New Doctor Who is good. Rip Roaring Adventures, running about, things going off and all yes. these coloured colourful and weird things happening. And this was just hammering the nail of one problem mm. but getting distracted at every turn. Like you'd hammer it and look around. And hammer it, look yeah, at yeah, yeah. and there'd just be something happening over there that doesn't fucking matter. Go back to fixing the bomb. Okay, we're going to go to fucking Chicago in in the 1960s. Here's a Kang. Okay, we go back to hammering the thing. Oh, actually, we need to go back to to Sylvie's thing. Okay, now back to hammering the thing. To- Loki's going to turn everything into spaghetti. Okay, let's let's fix the spaghetti. Okay, now we need to go back to hammering the thing. It's a little bit joyless. It's so scattershot as well. Of just so like, scattershot, it's so all over the shop. There's so many interesting ideas. I'm like, if that was the focus. Not necessarily the whole season, but like a two-episode block. Mm. That would have been fine. Mm. But he's just trying to do so many things. And again, this is why I'm like, was there reshoots? I'm coming around to your way of thinking. Yeah. The, the, there's, there's stuff missing. There's stuff missing. There's stuff that doesn't add up. There's dropped stuff. There's added stuff late in the game. Was it done so that we can end on a point, which is where we find the last episode is, right, I've figured out how to... The, the loom was always meant to blow up. I'm going to replace it with a better loom. What is that better loom? me yep and again not really explained very well no that it was very much implied you can't go out there you will turn into spaghetti oh but loki's fine yeah loki was always fine because he's a god mm. cool all right i'm just gonna make the yggdrasil, yggdrasil tree now and that's what all the multiverse sits on <laughs> it did look cool i'll give you that i looked amazing so but what, like does it make sense no but what i think <laughs> they've done there is they've given themselves an out yes in that they can say, Loki is now basically, he's, well, I think post, like, in interviews and stuff, they now said he's no longer the god of mischief, he's the god of stories. Mm. And that's what he does now. He is, he is being an active participant in maintaining a multiverse as opposed to and replacing He Remains, who was only interested in maintaining one. Yes. Cool. I think the out they've potentially given themselves is they can say Loki is tending to them, like branches and stuff, but he's more hands-on than he who remains. He's trying to keep harmony in all of them. And in order to obtain harmony, he's just going to get rid of any Kang that comes across it. Mm. The process of this Idrisil time tree has... Don't worry, lads. All those Kangs you saw at the end of Quantumania, Loki's taking care of that. They're all gone. Dope. Yeah, they're slightly neater than the thing I said. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a one way of going, right, 
we can we can prune, for want of a better phrase, Kang out of this situation. Even mm. though the entire point of the thing is the multiverse is great as long as we allow everyone free will, he's then removing the free will of anyone called Kang. Yes. Of anyone who looks like... He's not saying he's doing racial profiling, but he's <laughs> taking out anyone who happens to look like... Like uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. Majors. <laughs> Oh, I hadn't thought about it in that context. Yeah. Hmm. So... They don't have to do that because it's also set up as well. The Kangs were already loose. Yeah. There's not a lot that Loki can do about that. But I think it, they've given themselves a nice opening there. Because definitively, at the end of this, He Who Remains is still dead. The events of season one still happened. Mm. Loki still jumped forward on the, the, the sacred timeline that he was on. It's just now had a different outcome. Yes. So potentially that's a way out of it. And it's a nice place for Loki to end up. He's always wanted to throw. It's very thematic for him to now be hmm. doing that. But does it? Does that mean it's a satisfying end to the TV show as a whole? I'm like, I don't, I don't know if it is. I, I, I can see the arguments for it being satisfying because it, it is a true redemption of the Loki character. Yes, this, this, this god of mischief, this god of destruction and death. Is is sure. no longer doing that. He's no. very much maintaining a new harmony. Yes. So to go from you know, bastard child Loki to actually kind of like almost an Odin style figure. Really. Although the meme of he was the best guy around. <laughs> what about no, all the but... people he murdered? What, what murder? murder? <laughs> it's never been more applicable than it is right oh, now with yes. Loki. Oh, yes. Good on him for holding together the universe, but he did he kill several thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> He's adopted. But he likes he likes Keyline Pryor and hanging around with Owen Wilson, and don't we all? Yep. So it's fine. And and Kihikwan's there. And Kihikwan's there. Have you heard the mad theory that Mobius M. Mobius is an Odin variant? That would be mental. Because he's got two kids, mm. one who dresses in well, red and one dresses in green. Mm. One's very ruly and mischievous. The other one's more straight laced and stuff and intellectual. And that, that would be that would be crazy. It'd be mental. Yes. But I was like, well, that's, that's satisfying. But I don't think we're getting a season three, lad. So no. if that was the plan, it's not happening now. Well, this is it. I don't. I don't think season two's set up to go anywhere else. I think that is it. Yeah. The the shot of a forlorn Loki looking into all the branches of the universe that he has to hold in place. Yes. Is the end of this variant? Yes, that's fine. That's okay because uh-huh. ultimately the real Loki still died in 2018. Yes, this has always been variant Loki. Oh, see, I, can't, I can't get into time travel because it'll just it'll just fry my brain. Yeah, we so, said this in the first season though. It's not Loki. It's a variant of Loki, yes. and that's fine. And to 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 give him to give him heroic send off. I yeah. think he's actually really thematically well, nice. Is it heroic? Because it's like he doesn't seem like he's particularly happy. It's like it's a duty that he has to go and perform. Yeah, which is which is heroic oh, to suppose, do. Yeah. You know, it, he's still doing something for the betterment of other people. He's doing something selfless for the first time in his life. Yes, so. exactly that. Fair enough. It does mean like, well, so what was Sylvie's like? What what what's she achieved? She gets so lost in the shuffle with that ending. All of them do. Like that. that Mobius is the only one that's like. I'm just going to watch time go by, if that's all right. Yeah. yeah well. Accepting that he's a variant and, and seeing what his life yeah. could have been. I think it, there's a little bit of, bit of sweetness to that, but what the fuck? Like, Sylvie is a variant, another fucking variant. Yes. And it's like, so what is she going to do? A-Force. We've already established this in the, <laughs> in the Marvel's review. She just gonna, she's a woman, so I thought she's going to be an A-Force. I wouldn't even be against that. 
That yeah. would actually be kind of dope. Uh-huh. But they're not signaling that that's where it's going to go. She just walks off screen, yep. never to be seen. She, you could have cut her out of this season. And nominally, oh, nothing wow. would have changed. You really could have. Yep. She doesn't do anything. No. She has some character. She has some dialogue with Loki to like spurn him on, but she doesn't actually do anything. Consequences for killing Kang. Now Loki's. Romance with Loki. Dead in the fucking water. Yeah. Any semblance of this being a lady Loki going mm. forward, making that a character from the comic books in future films. Yeah. Non-existent. She's there as a device to help Tom Hiddleston's Loki become better. It's it's so that he can, in context, talk to himself. Yeah, essentially. That's all it is. Yeah. This is what I mean, the voice like I'm I'm not jazzed about it. Because my other big metacritical problems of like it's too convoluted, it's too heavy, it's doing all this stuff. I've just come back to the point of like, well, the ending was fine but it feels like much in the way the marvels was a cynical like well we just need this cog to this very small cog to appear here so that other things can be better sure it felt like that a very creative season one has now just led to a perfunctory season two of like well we need to figure out what this multiverse stuff is we need Mm. to give ourselves a backdoor to get rid of jonathan majors yeah that'll do that that's the thing i think i think you it will be interesting to know in the years that come yes whether this was the thing that removed Jonathan yes. Major. Was this the plan all along? Was he always going to end up as the god of stories on a throne holding together time? Or was there something else here? Or was there something else here that was a bit more narratively rich? Yeah. For the sake of sound. So, something we may never know. They we may never know. lock in the fault and say, no, no, it was always the plan. Yeah, yeah, ha, 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 it's always I the mean, plan. that's what we're going to hear. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. The, the, the line from Marvel will always be, this was the intended story. Kevin had a, bu- a billboard with... 10 years worth of storytelling on it and it was on there i don't believe it because of all the stuff we're hearing yeah <laughs> and no. all the stuff that's coming out of this book as yeah, well yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's a bit of a donut it is that's two marvel properties in a row where you're like meh i don't have a marvel property in the top ten, top five this year because oh, you didn't even like guardians i didn't like guardians when guardians 3 which i will admit is at least a coherent, well-made movie by a director yes. with vision and has a very satisfying conclusion for... Oh, I just realised that Into the Spider-Verse doesn't count towards this. So it's a fair. Sony film. That's fine. The same Sony that's releasing Madam Web. fucking Web. Good <laughs> God. That's, so next year, yep. we get one Marvel movie, well, one MCU movie now. Yes. Nominally MCU. It's largely a Fox send-off, mm. but yeah. And instead, we get... Is it... Three Sony Marvel movies? Yes, three. Because Madam Web, Craven, And Venom 3. Oh, is Venom 3 next year? Supposedly. Uh, that's getting pushed, but at the minute, that's that's for next year. What's that movie? <laughs> Who wants There'll that? Be an, it'll be Venom versus Scream. I think that's what it'll be. That's my prediction. <sighs> Wouldn't Scream in the first one? Oh, unless it's Venom versus Morbius, which would be oh. dumb. <laughs> That'd be dumb as fucking bricks. <laughs> but they, I mean, dumb, but... I'd, I'd take dumb silly action that makes no sense of whatever the fuck Madam Web is. Will Tom Hardy do the dance? <laughs> Will he have sex? Stop it. Every time. Stop it. I will never not bring it up. <laughs> Cinematic greatness. Right, we're going to plug there, Michael. I know you need to go home. Now that I've debased myself. Um, you can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram and at that Michael, and you can go and find Darren on Twitter and Instagram and at the Goodridge. You can find the site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook with these names Fowley and T. That's F O U L E N T. All on threads. No one cares. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, 
uh, Amazon Music, wherever you can pick us up an RSS feed on the username family into your fancy podcast, depending on the service you're using. And of course, go to fansentainment.com for all this and more. We're vastly approach fastly not vastly fastly quickly vastly approaching we <laughs> yeah i am a wide lad so it would make a lot of sense to vastly approach things um end of the year's coming up it's our favorite time so of the year it's my absolute fact because everyone's like oh january's shitting is like no 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 you no, don't no. know <laughs> my birthday the royal rumble end of year list yep i fucking love january <laughs> transfer window it's the tit <laughs> this year tekken 8 Fucking <laughs> hell! Um, January for you. Brilliant. So yes, end of year stuff will be coming probably at the end of the year. Who'd have um, I, 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 like I've told you off air. Like I, I nearly started writing it today. I was like, no, no, you're gonna wait for December first, and then you can go. And this year, crucially, I'm gonna remember to post my end of year review. And review. <laughs> it's still in the draft. It's still in draft. <laughs> you should post it, and then just like. Like just change the number at the end, and then next day go. Oh fuck, sorry lads. And then post your actual actual one. one. Uh, So yes, we'll have our end of view review of films, TV, video games, ancillary, Uh, and many more. Wrestling. You get your wrestling bit. I get my music bit. There's actually things to talk about this year. Is there really? My Christ. We're gonna have to see what happened in the draft. All things are now out there. So if you go back and listen, what. You can't listen to the original draft because both their rosters have changed since then. Quite drastically. But everything is now out there. Yep. We think we know what's happened. We do think we know what's happened. We're going to save that for the pod. And there's a few other things we might get round to. I mean, if you go over to our website right now, you've got the review of the Marvels. You've got the review of Spider-Man 2 on PS5. Um, Napoleon's out soon. Uh, Wonka's out soon. Uh, Rebel Moon, all before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. We will have to see. What if season two? What if season two? Neither of us like what if season one. No, it's but they've turned it into an advent calendar this year. It's quite ridiculous. Yeah, it's like it's like every day between the twentieth and the end of the year, there's like a new episode on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there was I Am Groot season two. Oh, there was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I missed that completely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, nothing happens. It's fine. I mean, they're just fun shorts. They're, they're, but they're really short this time round. They're like. Huh. Like one of them, I feel like he's like less than two minutes. Like, is it because was... it's all CG and all the guys uh, walked out? Yeah, yeah, I thought that time, might be the case. Uh, yeah, good job, comrades. They yes. have their unionized. Did... That's my boys. I hope they got AI out of their deal because that was it's going to ruin everything. Oh it my god, already is. Um, anyway, on that wonderfully positive <laughs> note, bye everybody. Bye everybody. Bye.